This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Chris Gary, and Jared Timms. G'day, punters. Welcome to episode <laughs> 13 of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. What a treat it is for us to be firmly implanted in your eardrums and corneas for another week of footy and betting. My name's Jared Timms. That's Broncos great Jarrell Yao Yi. That's media heavyweight Chris Gary. And that's the form guide fond Ryan Cook. And why do I say he looks a treat today? Absolutely. Nice. Strong. If you can't see yet in his nice... I'm not sure what colour that is. Green. Boston Celtics Boston green. Boston Celtics green. It, yeah, so. okay, sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm but repping, they weren't listening off air, mate. So <laughs> yeah. they don't also, know. like the sleeves a little rolled up to show off the guns. Yeah. Mm, you know, yeah, you know. You're really I've got to give the fans something. Yeah. You know? A bit of sex appeal. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you trying to say? Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's going to do us for another yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. In all seriousness, guys, a lot of stories from the week past for us to get into here. Probably a bit tough to figure out where to start, although the origin bar is just getting bigger and bigger by the day. We picked our teams last week. Brad Fittler came out on Sunday and picked something of a similar, but also a little bit different in some respects. Uh, let's start with New South Wales. What do we think of the actual team? I think Brad Fittler's lost the plot, excluding Josh Adokar. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. I mean, look, the the the, the, the team he's picked is going to be a good team. They deserve favourites to win, but... Jay Trevojevic, I sort of understand because his form has been pretty poor and he's become quite one-dimensional. He's really a defensive and he doesn't really run the ball anymore. He just links out the back and makes tackles. But Josh had a car. What is doing? Yeah, it's... It's a bit weird to see. Look, I don't mind. I mean, the more they crumble, the better for Queensland. Uh, but Jack White over Crichton. Yeah, what's I, I, doing? I'm just not. I'm not sure what he's thinking uh, on the Josh Adekar thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's sitting six in tackle breaks and eight in line breaks uh, in the competition as a winger. I mean, it's pretty good stats. And he scored from his last twelve games. I'm pretty sure he scored ten. Yep. 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 Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm looking at the stats <laughs> over here, but but I just to get that right, but. For me, I mean, what, what has he got to do to get in the side? It's I think they're taking the piss a little I, bit. I think he's gone that way because last year New South Wales dominated in terms of metres mm. and Tupo's been a much better player in that start. That's the only reasoning I that's can think. That's some solid analysis. Yeah, mm. that's all. That's all. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, Otherwise, I mean, you got to pick up. How, how much further, though, than Josh Adokar, though? I, I looked at it before. I think Tupo's averaging 170 and Adokar's only just on 100. Okay. So yeah. it's but he's in difference. a really bad side as yeah. well. Yeah. But he's still scoring. Well, he's almost scored every week, apart from the first two weeks. I mean, he's not out of form. And like he's the face of New South Wales. He's a, he was the face of their campaign, for goodness sake. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that doesn't get you picked, but I'm I'm glad to not see him in the yeah. side. It doesn't bother me as a Queenslander. He's a big game player. Yep. That's the thing. Uh, Daniel Tupo has been pretty inconsistent in big games. He's had some great ones, some pretty bad errors, bad, bad errors. So also Brighton Tall. Should be behind Adokar too. Yeah, he's been pretty average. This well, year. he's he's been he's had an injury. He's missed a lot yeah. of games. I think he scored one try. Well, yeah, season. exactly. Yeah. I think the I only reason he's either. picked these two, uh, the, the only reason I think that he's picked these two, is I think James Tedesco's had a lot to do with this, mm. um, because hearing a lot of his press con, you know, his uh, interviews over the last couple of days. Uh, he hasn't really said too much about Josh Adokar. He said, obviously, we'll miss him, but I have full faith in, in Toops. And as you're going to do, because it's your teammate. And on the other hand, you've got Jerome Luai, um, you know, Nathan Cleary in the side as well. So it probably fits with Brian Toto um, perfectly. I hope they go to his side a lot and, and put the high ball up and make him make catches because – 
you know, if for a Queenslander, uh, that's where I see weakness. And I just wonder as well, is, are they just trying to match him up on Coates? Is there going to be some subterfuge from Queensland? Which side they play Coates? Because he can play either, so... Surely. Back to this centre selection as well. Mm. Though. If you're not picking Crichton starting, mm. you're not picking him on the bench. Why have they done that? Well, I, I think they're yeah. more so going to miss Nico Hines at 14. Yeah. Well, I, I also think he's like, oh, you know, we, we know Jack played last year. and Well, you're picking your sick. Well, then it goes back to the Josh Adekar yeah. and the Jake Travojevic. I actually think he's a little bit lost, Freddie. I actually think he's got a lot of information from what he thinks. I, I, I think as a coach, he's, he's done a great job in the last couple of years on his own bat. I reckon there's been more people coming to camp and gone and, and whispered in his ear a little bit to change things. So I hope that's, you know, I mean, I don't really care to be honest, but, I, you know, for their, for their sake, I, I want it to be a, a really good game because I think it's great for, the, for rugby league. Yeah. All right, well, what about Queensland? Now, Jarrell, you and I particularly pretty good with these fringe selections that we spoke about last mm. week. Cotter, Nanai, Flegler, Cobbo hey. in. Well, and I just want to say, just give myself a pound on the back, Cotter, 13. Yeah, yeah true. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Called it. Yeah. 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 You did steer away from Flegler, though, didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a bit of give and take from both of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but... Well, we covered all bases between yeah. us, to be fair. Yeah. Cobbo in. Yeah, look, and it's look, I'm excited to see him in. I'm nervous um, for him. I just know how big this game is, and I, yeah, I've been I've been nervous before he got chosen, and I was hearing a lot of whispers that he was going to get picked. I'm not upset. Like I'm not upset, and I don't think we should be taking it that way. I'm just I was just genuinely just scared that we have blooded a kid too young, and it's going to kill his confidence. But when the more I think about, it, the more I go into depth into it. Billy Slater. Uh, you know, you got Cameron Smith, you got Jonathan Thurston, uh, Josh Hannay around. Uh, you know, I think he's in good hands. I just hope. I, I know they're going to kick to him a lot. Like yeah. they're going to target his side. You know, hugely. Uh, and I and I hope they do swap him to his preferred right side because it is hard as a winger to change. Like I've done it a few times in my career. Did not like it. I uh, can't really jump off my right foot very well. Um, and I know that would be the case with him as well. Like he's so it's it's a big. It's a big decision on Queensland, but I also think uh, for him, the world's at his feet now. The, you know, he's he's got the opportunity to take this game by the storm and he will be along for a very, very long time if he brains it in New South Wales in game one. The big shock, I mean, and it's probably as a result of Harry Grant being under an injury cloud, but Ben Hunt named at nine for Queensland. Have you spoke? He's a good mate of yours. Have you spoken to him? Yeah, I have. I have, and um, I think he knew this, you know, a, a week out or so. Right. So, uh, I think it's, you know, I think it's huge for Ben to be chosen at number nine. He's been on the, well, he's been the best player for Queensland for the last two out of three years. Uh, and that's saying something, you know, for a guy coming off the bench. Uh, so Bill said he was going to pick on form. You know, in saying that um, he's been playing his best footy, he's leading the Dally M's at the moment. And I know there's a bit of controversy around that um, and what people think of how the, uh, you know, that's chosen. But I think he's in career's best form. I haven't seen Ben play this well probably since 14, 15 uh, with Wayne at the helm at the, at the Brisbane Broncos. So, and he's... Honestly, he's he's he looks good. He's fit as so. I was a little bit shocked, but I'm excited for him. I think New South Wales should be very scared that Harry Grant is coming off the bench. Yeah. 
Yeah, very scared. <laughs> all right, well, with all of that considered, who's going to win Origin 1? Um, from a neutral perspective, I think the Blues should win for, you know, home ground advantage, all that sort of thing. Uh, this is going to be a very tight series. I think it'll go down to third. Um, concerns for Queensland are still, uh, I still don't know if their spine matches up. I think they've made a good selection of starting Hunt. Harry Grant's clearly carrying a few niggles. I just don't know if that spine matches up. And the combinations at Penrith, I just, yeah, it's hard to go past that. I think all the pressure's on New South Wales in game one. Like, they've chosen some players that, you know, we just had a conversation about before and we didn't know why they hadn't, uh, you know, pick and stick. Uh, it's all the pressure's on them. I think we're favourites. Like, I honestly, and I'm, I'm, I'm used to saying that we're underdogs. I genuinely think on form we are the favourites in this uh, state of origin. So take that as you will. But, um, yeah, I believe that we win first game and – we win second game, and I believe a huge call. I think we go zero and three, which Ooh, I, I don't. I, I don't think a lot of out. yeah. Look, I think okay. a lot of people are thinking a sweep for New South Wales. I don't think they're going to sweep us. I think if anything, it'll you know it'll be two to us, one to them. I, I generally think it's there's so much pressure on them in game mm. one. They have to win, like especially Freddie, you know, changing the teams up. They have to win. There's no pressure on Queensland picking four debutants, like so. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm a little bit horny about this. Like, this is, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm just a little that's, bit. That, honestly, that's where I'm at with it. I'm so excited to to see State of Origin back next. You're week, very so. aroused. I am, mate. Honestly, I'm passionate about it, and I I generally think we're a chance uh, to go the sweep. Gerald, just ba- take us back to your Origin debut. Where, how were your nerves? How were you feeling? What stands oh. out? What is, what's the big memories that jump out? Oh, well, you know, I was lucky enough to be an 18th man uh, the year, in 2010, so the second year of my grade. Um, so I debuted in 11, but 2010 I got an opportunity to come into camp um, and that was a funny um, situation. I remember uh, being at, uh, what was it called? What's a hotel called across from Parliament House um, in Brisbane. Anyway, oh, Royal on the Park. Royal on the yeah. Park, yeah. So um, I remember walking downstairs and obviously coming into to camp and I was 18th man this time and I go upstairs to my roomie and I didn't know who my roomie was. When you first get into camp, you're room with someone the first night and then you get your own rooms. But as 18th man, I was room with someone and it was the Billy Slater. Um, I'd played Billy Slater a few times. I'd played with him. Um, yeah, I'd played for a few, uh, against him a few times, obviously never met him personally. So my first reaction was, hi, I'm Drow. And he goes, yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> so that was a, like I was just a kid. Like I, if I was going to put it like anyway, I think I, I was very similar to Selwyn, how my manner, you know, mannerism was and I was very shy. And Who got top um, bunk? <laughs> you know, I laid on top of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was, but my first Origin experience. Um, you know, I'd already been blooded in that arena in that sense. I was around the boys, so it was it was a lot easier to come into camp and know your know your job. Another preseason under your belt with some of the best. My right side was you know uh, Sammy Thayde, uh Darren Lockyer, and for my first game it was Dane Nielsen. But Hodjo was around as well, so. You know, I felt comfortable. I, I didn't have any – there was not a lot of pressure on me. It was just I go out there and do my job as a young, you know, winger. So it was – the first week of Origin is the best week ever and the yeah. best bit is the the drink up. <laughs> like it's, yeah. the, it's the funnest bit like because I wasn't really a huge drinker when I was younger. So when I came into camp, not saying that's – you know, that it obviously was huge back then to, to, to drink but – just some of the story, you know. So, of yeah, the ten days, is it is it the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays drink or no, no, not like not back then. It's just one day. 
Yeah. You, only, you only go one day, so it's more more or less the Monday night or the Tuesday, and then you're straight straight into yeah. to playing. So if anything, you know, it's Wednesday today, so you would think, but I'm hearing that there's nothing happening. So they're they're in, they're ready to go. Locked in. Yeah, they're locked in. So yeah, yeah. I guess that a lot of that stuff is just fading away. It is. Yeah, times have changed. Yeah, it is, and it is. But this for any of those young boys that are going to debut this weekend, uh, next Wednesday, it's the best week of your life, and they need to understand to take a step back sometimes and 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 take it all in because I wish I did more you know I'm talking about now I'm getting goosebumps because it's literally the reason why I played rugby league was to play origin and yeah they're gonna it's gonna be very different I debuted at Suncorp Stadium like I said yeah. it's gonna be very different but that crowd that's why I love Queensland man I just I just love everything about it and I you know, I love that jersey um, I'll be bringing my jersey next week that I debuted in when we uh, do the podcast wow. next week. I won't be able to fit it anymore, but I'll bring it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm tipping the Blues without the confidence that I thought I would have. Ryan, where are you looking? I'm a Queenslander. I'm going Queensland as well. Similar reasons to you, Gerald. I just think there's more pressure on New South Wales. That Some of the Freddie's selections I don't really understand. It seems like he's gone for form, but he's also gone for experience. Like Tariq Sims, I don't really get that yeah. either. Um, in front of their home crowd as well. Yeah, yeah pressure's on. I think Fr Freddie's of this new wave of idea of that. You've always got to shake it up. <laughs> There's this new way of coaching. It's mm. just constantly shock the team, Keep shake it, simple, it up. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't do that eight years in a row for Queensland and it worked. And as much as we haven't had those thoroughbreds come through at the moment, I can see right now that Bill and that group of coaches are going to build something for the next 10 years. Like it's a new era. And it's very exciting for Queenslanders. Where's Bo Fermore? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be far away, mate. He might, you know, he might be there next in the next camp. You never yeah. know. But they need to start blooding them and they're doing it. I love Tommy Deere at 18. Like, I love that. Like, yeah. honestly, I just, that kid is the purest of hearts and he works his ass off. Especially the way he was treated at the Broncos. Probably can't get into a lot of it, but they really sapped his confidence and it's great to see him oh. rediscover that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, he was, you know, he's a just a tough Queenslander kid, grew up with a tough family, and I think Todd Payton's really oozed that as a tough coach, so he's thriving off that, yeah. Yeah. How good is Origin? Just cannot wait for Wednesday night, honestly. You might need to bleep this one. I f***ing love it. <laughs> <laughs> you were due one, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, I was. Uh, guys, a couple of times this season now, we've wrapped an episode of the podcast, and like an hour later, something enormous has happened. It's happened last week, and it's not the first time this season that it's yeah. involved uh, Payne Haas. Contracts, the Broncos, asking for a release. Chris, this one has you written all over it. Well, I just it. want to say, Gerald, myself, we both previewed this, I think, in one of the first or second shows. You this did. was going to come to a head, and it has. And, look, I just want to say that this is not Payne Haas's fault. This is the NRL's fault. Um, as long as they let players get out of contracts and also let clubs relegate players to reserve grade to force them to another club, effectively telling them you're not playing here anymore or yeah. go elsewhere, as long as you have that dichotomy in both sides allowed to flout the rules Paynar should be able to go and make his millions like good luck to him I think it's from a if I was his teammate I'd be absolutely filthy if I was his coach I'd be filthy but these are the rules the NRL has allowed and he's playing by them by trying to force out mm. force himself out of there to get a bigger payday all the bullshit around him about um, you know finishing premiership etc is just complete nonsense to distract the fact that him and his camp want more money <laughs> We need to remember times like Robbie Farrell when he was put into reserve grade to, so he would be forced out and leave and give uh, the Tigers salary cap relief. It's happened to numerous players. Um, players have also been flogged in preseason to the point of breaking um, so that they can also be moved off the books. The, it goes on and on. It goes both ways.
yeah, I'm like I'm not a big fan of this. Uh, you know, that, that club's got I bled for that club, and you know, for someone to and he's probably being you know told the wrong things at uh, you know a management level. But I also got to say this: I know I've known you know Payne for a little bit now. He's not a dumb kid. He's a smart kid, and I would like to think he makes smart decisions. Um, but like you said, Chris, for me, if I'm a teammate, and this is how I see it as a player, it, it hurts. It hurts me to to see someone. When he got booed, I did, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you, I was like, you deserve that. Afterwards, yeah, I took a step back and went, yeah, it's probably because they did it consistently and, you know, over and over. And I just got to re remember, you know, I've got to take a step back and I am an old boy there at, a, at that club that he's a 22-year-old kid, um, you know, probably needs a little bit of uh, guidance. Uh, through this stuff so as much as it did hurt me mate like honestly it's yeah it's my, that's my club like that's I, I literally bled for that place to I did everything possible to to play for that club to get back so when something that like that happens it hits the players and the, and the older players and ex-players pretty hard um now that he's come out and said sorry you know I'm ready to just to go boom and let's move on he's he's come out and gone I'm gonna move I'm gonna move my can you know my negotiations to the end of the year I'm I'm happy with that. Let's just move on and play footy and, and win that comp. If he doesn't get the money that he wants, he won't be there next year. That's, that's just a fact. And I think the Broncos will cave and eventually give him the money he wants mm. because there will be other clubs <laughs> ready to offer it. Um, I've dealt with Kota Nasser a fair bit. Kota Nasser is his advisor. Um, <laughs> dealt with Kota Nasser in the box boxing circles. I actually quite enjoyed his company. He's good, good, good uh, natured guy, but he loves causing chaos. And he is- Well, it's uh, by the rules, right? Yeah. Like he's doing it, he is doing it by the rules, yeah. <clears throat> He loves causing chaos and basically making this environment that makes it untenable for the club. He had a great success with that with Sonny Bill. Um, I remember over a couple of lunches him telling me some of his strategies and I just know Coda and he will get a victory out of this in one way or another. You reckon? Yeah. I, I, I like I like that, um, you know, they've, <coughs> they've, they've put some people, good good people in the Broncos to uh They're going to have to upgrade him. They're going to have to. Oh, well, to, they're, they're uh, probably going to. But is it going to be to a million? Well, uh, they shouldn't because David Fafita's shown that David Fafita would be a great buy at eight hundred on K. Yeah, not at one point two. Do you do you think we we'll go back to what we chatted about earlier in the year? We we said he was worth a million dollars at an open market at a lower mm -hmm. club. I don't think he's worth a million at the Brisbane Broncos, and and that's and I'm going to stick by that. I think Payne, um, you know, obviously has his philosophies that yeah, he's worth a million, so he should get that. If you are worth that, I think you should get that. I just don't think when you're playing good footy at a club like the Broncos, you're just not going to get it. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. If I was the Dolphins or another club, the Bulldogs, whoever, I would absolutely pay 1.2 if yeah. I was in charge of their recruitment. 100%. There's no, yeah. there's no ifs or buts about it. You would pay. He's a very good you – could, you could build a pack around him. You know, you, you could build a spine around him. He's a very, very – we are taking nothing away from him that he's an outstanding superstar and he's 22 years old. I just don't think he's going to get that money at the Brisbane Broncos. And and just finally on that, one of the frustrations about this whole thing is people saying, oh, it's his management. I'm sorry, NRL players, if your management's speaking for you, it's you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, you can't use that excuse. And people using that excuse for him or his management's doing this. He signed up to them. He knows what they're going to do. Do you buy that he wasn't expecting the booze last Friday night? I do actually buy that. Yeah. 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 I, I, I do believe that he would have seen it as a – I don't like what they're not upgrading me. I don't like that. They're not coming to these terms and this term and just reacted and not thought about it. you got to understand though, this town is Brisbane Broncos. So like, they're going to forgive him, do you think? I, th I think they eventually will. Yeah. But you've got to understand, if you heard if you heard the fans and the members, they're going to let you know. And, and they are the club. 
Yep. Like I don't care what anyone says. Like I'll walk, I, you know, I'll walk and talk with the members and the and the fans for the, for this club because they're amazing people. They, you know, they put a lot of money into this club, and you know, essentially we we, we go out there and they put a show on for us as well. You know, it's not not us just playing footy. They turn up in droves. They pay their good money every year to watch footy play. You know, watch the Brisbane Broncos play. So yeah, I'm you know I, I love our Brisbane Broncos fans, and they had their every right to do what they did. But I think that he's come out and said it now. We, I think they pull the handbrake on it and they understand. Yeah. And just one more example. I remember, anyone remember Kirk Reynolds of the Knights? Um, he had played a number of games that season under uh, Brian Smith, I think it was. He needed one more game to activate an extension. They didn't play him the rest of the year. Oh, my God. Savage. That speaks volumes of <laughs> Brian Smith, though, surely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Something that has been time well for the episode this week. Inevitable, not something where any of us were looking forward to. At all, the great Ray Warren mm. has called time yeah. on his commentary career. He's hanging up the microphone and the headphones. Uh, the Gerard greatest. and Chris, you both must have had quite a bit to do with enduring oh, your respective Gerard probably, careers. Probably more than me, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've met Ray so many times, um, especially when I was playing, uh, and to have someone of his calibre, uh, you know, say, you know, that the type of footy I was playing was, you know, you know, it's just to get praises by someone like that and to be called, you know, to be my family name, not just my name, my family name to be called by Ray Warren is mm. like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a dream come true for a kid. You, you watch, you grow up watching him um, and listening to him. So, I mean, it's, it was probably a day that was going to come. We all knew it was going to come. We didn't know how fast. I mean, I wish, I wish he would have just said, you know, this is this is it. You know, I wish he would have gone one more time and told us that he was just going to do Origin this year. I think he tried to do that last year. Yeah. And but yeah, he's a he's a gentleman and a scholar, um, and he's done a great deed for rugby league. Yeah, for me, um, just around the commentary box, just seeing how prepared he was, how he's always one of the first there. Um, and just what a kind person he was. I remember um, when Billy J. Smith, who's a legendary sport caller here, passed away a couple yep. of years ago and I think it was a couple, few days later and, and, and Ray, who I only know, I guess, you know, cursory wise but he he came up and said mate i know that you're you're friends with um and work with pat welsh can you please send him my condolences about billy J? just simple things like that mm. a bloke with his stature and the accolades and everyone he's the greatest he's the greatest commentator in australian sport history to me i mean afl people might feel differently but to me he absolutely is there's just no ego sport is right too is it as yeah. a kid growing up in australia yeah. i remember him just as much for swimming commentary yeah, as I yeah. Do. Thorpe exactly yeah. that thought happened even more recently lenton you know just yeah. the names that he, rolled off he just and to be it. fair yao yi was a great name to roll off yeah well it was well. It, and that's the other thing it was a great name <laughs> to call and that's one of the things he said to me he goes you know i've had a lot of names i've got to call but it's it's you know it's an honor only because he he actually called my uncle Kevin, uh, back in the day when he played mm. for West Tigers, uh, for sorry, for Balmain and Redcliffe. And, yeah, it's a huge honour to have him call the Yowie name, you know, once again. And it does roll off the tongue and yeah, he made it sound awesome when when he did. So I'll be finding some some definitely some clips overnight and, uh, and running those back over the socials for sure. <laughs> oh, all the best to Ray. What a great ride. Love you, mate. Love you, big guy. Uh, at this point of the show for the last couple of weeks now, we've been looking to Ryan to uh, give us a few choice responses to what we've been talking about <laughs> off the social media. Now, I don't think they've gone as hard this week, have they, Ryan? No, they haven't. I've had to trawl through your uh, really? Twitter I thought mentions they were going again, after Chris. me about Bo Fermor. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to get to. Blood Bo. <laughs> so I've got three here. 
Um, and this is purely all down to your origin selections from last oh. week. Um, so this one I mean, is from. Come after me. You, you've probably seen all yeah. these already because you replied to a few. Journalist. Yeah. yeah. Idiot. Part of the great conspiracy. I'm joining the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> so this first one is from At Lavishka. Coates is rubbish at defence. He's good for an error and is not great at trucking nuts. Oh, yes. Trucking oh, nuts. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I accidentally wrote <laughs> trucking butt. It was an autocorrect. I saw it. It was an autocorrect. It was an autocorrect. Sorry, my bad. Uh, Lafisha. Oatsy is in career best form. Great nut trucker. And his, d <laughs> and his D is excellent. Have uh, you just selected every nut trucking? Uh, yeah. yeah no, oh, okay. was good enough. Some of my yeah. best. When I I've got to be honest, I've rarely too. heard the trucking nut vernacular for rugby league. Is that yeah. something? Yeah, it's, um, Where does that yeah, come it is, from? It's, it's, it's off another uh, a podcast that we dare not say. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to name Ethel. them. Yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> this next one is more about the Twitter handle than the actual comment. Slobbo on my Cobbo. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Firma, mate, what are we doing here? Over Kafusi, who I can't stand for what it's worth, Nanai and Fafida. You crazy for this one, Chris? <laughs> yeah, that's um, he's actually a mate of mine. He's, he's oh. a good fella. Um, oh, bye, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you wouldn't think so, but no, he's actually a really um, sharp, sharp, analytic mind. I won't reveal his job, but um, yeah. Just oh, shout out to him. Great Twitter <laughs> That one got quite a bit of engagement too, I think. Didn't yeah, it? yeah, it did. Uh, the last one is from Joshua. Why is no one questioning DCE's auto selection? Ben mm. Hunt, you the said better that seven this week. year. Yeah. You did say that last week. I did. Week. And look, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a bit, it's a bit of a tough one for me because they're both literally one my best friends. So it's a tough one for me to comment on. Um I love them, but I'm just so happy they're both in the side. I thought I do think Ben is, and you you know what? If you spoke to Ches, he would probably say the same thing. But he's a captain, um, and they've stuck and they, they they're sticking and picking, and um, I've got no doubt Ches will go out on Wednesday night week and and do the job. Yeah, and, and look, he hasn't been his best this year, but what I've loved about him is his running game this year. He's really mm. taken a line on, um, almost just doing dummy half scoots. He's got that sort of origin game and and that that physicality he can bring. Really I, I love that. There's you know three big kickers in the in the yeah. Queensland side now. Like Ben's been hitting a lot of forty twenties this year. So mm -hmm. is Daly. Um, you know Cameron Munster's just very good at placing balls in the corner. Like it's a it's a very very good side uh, for kick placement uh, next Wednesday. Back to the Smith, Thurston, and Lockyer. Yeah, years. that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> All right, let's leave it there. Yeah. Let's get into some betting. The weekend's footy through the eyes of the punters with all the numbers, trends and odds you need to know. This is The Offload. All right, Ryan, kick us off with a don't argue. Well, let's go Alex Johnston this week, boys. Uh, that rabbit's left edge had a bit of a fill up against the Tigers last week. Jono walked away with a hat trick. Uh, top honours saluting as the $14 favourite. He's now scored in six of his last seven and is just one off Paps atop the leaderboard. Just want to get the thoughts on the Rabbitohs, guys. Latrell's probably back in a few weeks, hopefully for that game against Parramatta, round 16. Um, how are we feeling about Souths? Unconvinced. Yeah. Yeah, when you look at the, you know, I think it's the Dragons and then the Raiders. Is there really going to be any competition for that eighth spot now? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, the Raiders are Are the Raiders coming better. good? I don't know are if they they're coming good. good. Mm. Five weeks ago, I had them penciled in for 15th, honestly. I, I thought they should have beat looks. Parramatta. Like, like, I, like, I genuinely thought they had that game in the swing to them. Well, they beat the Dogs, big warp, but yeah. then they beat the Sharks and the Bunnies, and like you said, they probably mm. should have beat Parramatta. They should have beat think. Parramatta, but... Yeah, well, let's look at the table here. Warriors 12, Knights 13, Titans 14, Tigers 15, Dogs 16, all gone. Yeah. Gone! Uh, so you've only got, really, for that eighth is Rabbitohs, Dragons, Raiders. It's going to be one of them. Yeah. And I'd say, I said Dragons yeah. top six, didn't I, at the start I think of the year? Top four? Yeah, I don't know. Have to rewind and find that one. <laughs> Who are our punters' pals this week, Ryan? Brian Toto. He's finally scored his first of the season. Uh, it was only $1.80 odds, but good little multi booster against the Cowboys on Friday night. He's also scored in four straight against North Queensland. Thoughts on Penrith, just because last year during Origin, they lost those two games to the Tigers and the Sharks, and they've donated a pretty large chunk to the Blues squad this year again. Do you think there's going to be some problems for them during this stretch? I or? don't think it matters, does it? Like mm. if no, it doesn't they, matter. If they lose yeah. a couple of games, they're still going to finish in the top two. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. two yeah. games outright to yeah. Melbourne at the moment, and and yeah, I, no sweat. It's not going to. Yeah, yeah they it can. was the same thing, like you said, Ryan, last year, and they ended mm. up winning the premiership. So. Yeah. yeah. Darwin Mateen's a Lesniak anytime. Um, I think we've spoken about him plenty of times on this show. Uh, he's been one of the most reliable players week in and week out. Found the stripe on Saturday against the Knights, $2.15. He's now scored in six of his last seven. And again, Ken Mamalo, uh, another reliable Ken. guy. Just keeps flying. Double in last week's hey, defeat. How many has he scored this season? Do you know? Uh, top of your head? He scored 10 across the 12 games he's yeah, played. Right. There you go. Yeah. So he's good. Scored, he's good. Ten. There you go. <laughs> ten tries. Thank you, <laughs> no, no problem. That's why I'm here, mate. Huge value. Uh, just some uh, tips going forward for this week. Only the four games to choose from. I do like your boy, Bo Firma versus yeah, North Queensland. Let's go, Bo. Missed out on the Origin selection. Uh, so motivation. When was the last Bo in an Origin team? Did Bo Falloon ever make it? <laughs> yeah, I have to look that one up. What, what, you, you in? Like you didn't think you and him got a thing? Or <laughs> Cash for comment. Come on. Who <laughs> was the Bo that played for um, the? Dragons and the Knights. And you said, oh, oh, and he slapped JT. Yeah, he used to. They used to pick him just to mark out JT. He was really good at defending JT, actually. Yeah, Bo. what was his name? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that he was, was the, last the serial killer. Yeah, the serial killer. But I went. On, oh man, how do I not know yeah. this? Yeah. How do I? What's, he's made a huge impression uh, on the current. No, no, he's. Yeah. Oh, he's a great. One of the great bows. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I good thing so we have bad. Google. Yeah. $4.25 for Firma. Um, I also like Taylor May against Canterbury. Scored at least one try. Both Scott. Yeah, yeah, okay. Scott. Yeah, Got it. Thank you. And uh, your boy, Timsey Jason Saab versus the Warriors. You're getting $1.91. Um, should be a high-scoring game between New Zealand and Manly this week, I think. Mm, surely. Yeah. yeah. Got a lot of defense Man, going on. New Zealand will win that one too. Yeah. yeah, I look. I don't completely. <laughs> Mate, don't stumble on your words when we talk about Manly. It's okay. <laughs> uh, plenty of movement in the futures last week, Ryan. We got three teams. So the Roosters eleven dollars into eight after blowing out the Sharks, and the Sharks, as a result, are eleven dollars out to fifteen. And the Broncos, Gerald twenty one into fifteen. Well, lucky now. I got them four weeks ago, boys. Yeah. What'd you take again? No, nah, I'm not telling you. Ten <laughs> <laughs> grand. Um, State of Origin is the other one. So uh, three times as many bets on Cobo for the first try. Um, that's ten dollars fifty. Six times more bets on Queensland head to head at two dollars thirty five. Wow. That's a pretty pretty decent money. I that think. is head decent head. money. Yeah. yeah, it is. Did any mad multis lob this week? Got a good little uh, ten dollars into just over thirty two hundred dollars. These are the ones that I like. Yes. Just a bit of pocket change. Because it gives into us all like some a, hope. A holiday. Yeah, thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just seven anytime try scorers. Just, just seven. Yeah. Mulatalu, Tupo, Tedesco, Edric Lee, Martins Lesniak, Jono, and Mamalo. There was eight games last week. You coward, take eight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, do we take any bloody good bets? <laughs> we had a few. So uh, 50K on the Storm to cover, uh, 100K at $1.30, mm. 9K on Cameron Munster anytime, That's 35K on Money. the Broncos, yeah. 3K on Zach Lomax anytime, and then <laughs> 70K on the Rabbitohs, minus Holy seven and a half versus cow. Wes. Yeah, well, Jeez. Wait. Don't tell the miss. Yeah, we've only got one, but it's a good one. So 40K on the Warriors at $1.95, oh. who you just said would win. This week, yeah. Would you be if you had forty k? Would you throw it down and feel pretty confident? I know is uh, <laughs> the finance team listening from next. They want to <laughs> look after that one more, and we'll, we'll find out. Forward all of your invoices. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ryan. Thank you very much Thanks, as always. Boys. All right, guys. As it has been every week this season, early payouts available on round thirteen of the NRL here at Neds. Just back any team head to head if your selection leads by six points or more at halftime. You'll be paid out early. Chris, Cowboys, let's go over the Titans. Yep. Okay. I've gone. I've gone Gold Coast to start well. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, yeah, just to start well. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they'll start well. All right. Yeah. Well, we need a, a break here, Ryan. So, who, out of those two teams, Gold Coast or the Titans? Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Two one. Yeah. There you go. Guys, That's man. the tip, punters. Look, it applies to your first $250 stake. T's and C's apply. They're available on the website. And if you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. The Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. All right, guys, it's been a few weeks since our $13 multi landed. I, for one, would really like to bankroll my origin betting for next week. So yep. why don't we just get one home in round 13? Let's do it, please. What happened? The Titans, it was going to be brilliant last week. Yeah, that looked on, honestly. That oh, actually like, looked on. What do we have for the Titans? So just to win. Just to win. Against the Bronx. Yeah. We'd already what lost was it? by 24-4. We'd already lost by That's, that point, though, because you yeah. picked an eye any time and he didn't go close. So. Oh, he didn't. Thanks, Jarrell. So Apologies. my leg was the only one that got up yet again. Well, well, let's... We'll re press the reset button, gentlemen. <laughs> right? And we'll go again this That's week. the good thing about this segment is that we can go each and every week. Now, both of you are coming up in the first game of the round, so who wants to go first? Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> I just say that because now I'm stretching my mind to think, who did I tip? <laughs> right, in front of right in front of you. And, uh, yeah, the great Scott Drinkwater. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously a lot of confidence yeah. in this tip. <laughs> no, no, I actually think like they're going to have to go through him a lot, especially now that we've established Tom Dearden will not be released for the game. So I think his involvement's going to exponentially increase and that will lead to a greater chance of try scoring. There you go. $3.05 anytime try scorer yep. this week, Chris. Nice way to start. Same game, Gerald. Jaden Campbell, anytime try scorer. He's just been looking so light on his feet. I sh he's surely got to get over. I took him last week $5.50. And he that was anytime as well. He scored the first. Well, there you go. Yeah. See? That's, That's what right. I get for being a coward, but still $5.50 anytime try scorer last but week. Look, you don't have to tell everyone that you're a coward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, everyone want to put two and two together, Jeez. surely. Okay. What did you go, mate? Jaden Campbell, anytime $3 view. It's great yeah, value yeah, again. I saw what you guys were betting. I just wanted to keep the theme nice and simple. A yep. game of four, uh, sorry, a round of four games. We'd only have to wait for Friday until my leg. We've spoken about him today. Josh Adokar, he should have been selected in the Blues team. Revenge game. I think he's going to come out against an understrength Penrith and really stand up. Look, I've only got on two of our multis this year out of the 12. So this will be the third. Yeah, so I'm going to get on this one. Come I think on. I'm pretty confident as well. I think I like your take 
on uh, Scott drinks a lot of water and Josh Addo Car Revenge Game. Just yeah, it it just it's loud. We're getting two dollars forty. Yeah. Times, so what right? are we getting all together? Terrific value. Well, to recap, Scott Drinkwater three dollars five. Jaden Campbell three dollars. Josh Addo Car two forty. I put this together on a rival bet, a rival company's thing. Just when oh, we were talking naughty. about it this morning, you did I'm, not allow- I'm not allowed. Well, I'm not allowed to bet with Nets. Okay. Of course. So yeah. I was just piecing through. I thought I'll just see what kind of price that we're going to get yep. here. And on that platform, with it boosted, we were getting twelve dollars forty-five. Here at Neds, twenty-one. Twenty-one. That's wow, why you should okay. always bet with Neds. Yeah. Always bet with Neds. Go to the Neds level. Exactly. The Neds NRL punting podcast multi is already built for your convenience. It's available under NRL round specials at neds.com.au or on the Neds app. All right, guys, it's time for our final thoughts of the week. Let's start with you, Chris. Um, This week, Bulldogs reserve grade player Brandon Wakeham got only four weeks for a blatant and brutal eye gouge on Dragons reserve grade player Sloan. It was ridiculously blatant. I'm talking, uh, for those watching, like literally. He was um, standing right like it didn't even look like he was not trying to tackle. Four weeks is insanely light. Um, for deliberate actions like that, that could cause someone life-altering damage. It should be 12 weeks minimum. How good are the Bulldogs going at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> that good. That's the best win they've had all year. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, uh, Gerald. Just back on origin, um, I'm going to stand by what I'm saying, and I know punters aren't going to like to hear this, but it's going to be a sweep. Queensland win uh, in New South you Wales. You should have just left it at it's going to be a sweep, yeah, I think. It is. It is. It's going to be a <laughs> sweep. Funk Master Flex like for yeah. Queensland. <laughs> That's my final thoughts. And if you don't like it, you can go and, yeah. yeah. You've used you on beat for the yeah. week, right? <laughs> just trying to find what the price was for Queensland to sweep, but um, we'll have to come back oh, to really? that. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if I'd like to know up. that, actually. Oh, it's got to be yeah. teens, right? Yeah, 100%. No, I'm looking forward to the Raiders and Roosters on Sunday. It's a pretty important game for the Chooks. Um, but, yeah, Origin, Keen. Very keen. Origin, origin, origin. We will be back on Monday next week with probably the biggest show of the year, yep. State of Origin Game 1 special. Look forward to that one, punters. Otherwise, I think that's going to do us for the week. First try scorer, Origin, Ben Hunt. Well, we'll, oh. come, we'll come back to that in the Origin game, but yeah. go on early. No, he no, might I'll... firm, to be fair, Ben Hunt. <laughs> yeah. I don't hate a hooker first, actually. Yeah, yeah. dummy half scoot. I like when you go early. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> I do. All right. <laughs> All right, punters, that is well and truly going to do us for another week here. Thank you for joining us for episode 13. Like, subscribe on your favourite podcast platforms and our YouTube channel. Find us on the socials at Ned's Oz. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the footy this weekend. If you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe and leave a review on your favourite platform. And always remember to gamble responsibly.